Welcome to the Launch Your Live podcast, a show dedicated to providing you with daily, top-level, live video tips, tricks, and strategies to not only help you start, but also excel at live streaming. In China, live streaming is a huge phenomenon with people of all ages and backgrounds using it to share everything from their day-to-day lives to their expert knowledge. If you're curious about what makes foreign live streaming so popular or you're just looking for some tips to make your own live streams more engaging, be sure you stay tuned. So I'm Christian Karasevich the founder and host of The Launcher Live Show, and this is episode 127. And on this episode, I'm going to be joined by Sarah Yam. She's the co-founder of Red Digital Lab. And what we're going to do is we're going to explore five areas that we think have helped make live streaming successful among Asian and Chinese streamers. So we're going to talk about each of these areas and then Sarah's got some great information to share with you. So without further ado, I'm going to go and bring on Sarah. Sarah, it's great seeing you. How are you? Yes, I'm great. Thank you for having me here. Thank you. So I know you and I have had, you know, conversations back and forth, you know, about like wanting to do an episode and wanting to do a show. We came up with this concept because we realized that, you know, live streaming is a topic that a lot of people, you know, they either see like, what their friends are doing, but they really don't look outside of that. And today's topic, I think is a really good topic because, you know, it's actually, we're going to talk about some of the things that other streamers in other countries are doing, specifically Asian and Chinese live streamers, because their techniques, I think their techniques, their tactics that they're using to really draw in the viewers, right? Because a lot of, a lot of people, like they think that streaming is something that it started, you know, oh, it started in the States. And it's like, well, no, it really didn't. It started in other countries and other countries are in a lot of cases, a lot more successful. Isn't that right? Yeah. So actually in China, um, live streaming is a mix of entertainment, like a show and mix of e-commerce. So imagine like uh, you're watching a TV in a live, but in a mobile phone, uh, and then that transport you in a scenario where uh, a, a bunch of, uh, uh, you know, influencers or uh, CEOs or those entertainers um, actually like they're not like uh, doing a, a lot of hard sell, but they're actually um, mixing entertainment with uh, product informations or share day to day lives. They even share their personal stuff like together everything in, in, in that like a kind of a more intimate environment. So I think that makes a live streaming a bit specials and more personals uh, in the East. So I'm very glad to share that with you today. Definitely. Yeah. And uh, you know, what's so great about this is that you all, you have to remember, and everybody has to remember that you can learn from anyone in the world, you know, and here's the thing, just because it's working in one location and it's not a, it's not something that people in, you know, if your viewers, for example, are in the States and it's not something that they're necessarily tuning into, it doesn't mean that you can't borrow it and bring it back to the States and use it in your streams and vice versa. And the thing is, I, I like how you highlighted that, you know, a lot of people are not just streaming as well. They're doing streaming and shopping at the same time, you know, and 
So there's so many different angles that you can take with this. So let's do this. Let's jump into these uh, various areas that we want to discuss. So we said, you know, today's topic was, uh, you know, what you can uh, learn from foreign streamers. You know, and that, yeah. 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 So actually, um, I would like to show you some stats. Yeah, sure. Um, you got stats. Okay. Yeah, some stacks. Yeah, so in 2020, uh, Taobao, uh, Tao is actually a China one of the China popular live streaming platform. Okay. It generate over 61 billion GMV uh, and become a professional marketing tool for brands, for retailers, for live streamers to sell their product, to share uh, product information, uh, and to really connect with consumers in through live streaming. So according to McKinsey, uh, live stream shopping took 10% sales shares of the total e-commerce sales in China in 2020. And it grew astoundingly 280% between 2017 to 2020. So it had grown enormously, especially after the pandemic, since a lot of people are locked down at home, have nothing to do or uh, bored. Or um, at the same time, a lot of retailers, live streamers, uh, through this way uh, to purchase at home because they really can't go out to buy stuff and 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 so they the only way they can buy stuff is at home so uh so that's why that live streaming grows so becomes so popular in the east uh especially after the pandemic during the pandemic and after the pandemic and that's a great point by the way you, you talk about how it essentially gets back to you know in the states qvc home shopping network Obviously, you mentioned, you know, there's a lot of streaming and shopping going on in, in, in China, for example. And, you know, what's so great about this is and I love that point you just made, which is, you know, people were stuck at home. They wanted to buy things. How do you go about getting in front of those customers? And that's going to be going through other streamers, you know, people who have that. They bring that entertainment value. Right. And yeah. so let's do this. Let's I love all the stats. So let's do this. We've broken it down. I think we had what five. I think they're tips from Asian and Chinese live streamers or things you can learn from them. And I want to go through each of these individually and have you kind of explain what do we mean by it? And then, um, you know, maybe some ways that people might be able to leverage it. So let's talk about the first area and that's interactivity. Yeah, sure. So interactivity is very important to live streaming and e-commerce. So okay. imagine, imagine is unlike traditional, uh, like Amazon where you just log in and locked out, right? There's no conversation there's no right. engagement for example like i uh, for uh, retailers or brands or influencers if you have something really passionate to uh, to share for example the product you have tried and you might have lots of things to share you know the function right. the features the price is it good to buy you know what's the review how you feel about it so um that elements it's missing in traditional e-commerce where there, uh, where you know, it's not really exist, uh, and, and people are kind of bored if they just uh, send for the comments like in traditional Amazon. So people may just go through one or two and then they will leave. But yeah. if uh, but but for live streamers who had really used the product before and they can share it intimately, I mean they can sell it to their followers and their viewers 
because they actually had used it and um, become more authentic, uh, you know, like a users to share their thoughts. And if their followers, um, you know, like to buy, they can purchase from these influencers. So did that business model has been very popular in the East. And that's why I think that will kind of inspire um, and give share some inspirations to Western uh, audiences to maybe there's some few takeaways you can learn from it. And that's definitely a very good point. And, you know, that is a really, actually a really good point about the fact that it's also about, or it's about interacting with your viewers. And the other thing is, you know, if you're going to do a live stream and you have some products or things like that, people want to know, they actually want an, an honest opinion of the product. You know, hey, are there things I need to know about this product? For example, like I'll give you an example. I bought a, uh, I bought a Bluetooth speaker recently and I opened it and I'm like, oh, this looks really good. Got a lot of reviews, right? But like, what was missing? It was missing all the instructions. Like there was not a single instruction manual of how, how to set it up, right? So what I did was I went and streamed it out. I made a video about how to actually set it up. And the great thing is then you can get people that, you know, you could say, hey, you know what, if you have this product, get it out. And what I will do is I will walk you through how to set it up and then I can answer your questions as well. So it's almost like you get live support at the same time. So you get to learn about the product. You get to learn about some of the nuances of the product. And you also get to learn, you know, again, how to set it up. And it, I think also in a way you endear yourself to your viewers, you know, by by being open and being helpful and wanting to interact with them versus Hey, I'm just doing a live stream and I'm not, I'm not actually gonna, you know, talk about like, like if I'm just doing a one way live stream, you know, there's no interaction there whatsoever. And yeah. so I think yeah. it's, that's a really, really good point is just making sure, you know, that there's that whole interaction thing going on. And the other great thing I think about this is, you know, and maybe you can kind of speak to this when people stream in, uh, you know, Asia, uh, you know, and whatnot, like if they're streaming and they're talking about, like a product, if they don't, for example, if they don't know the answer, um, is like, is that something that they need to be concerned with or how do you kind of address that? So cause, um, cause you put yourself, you open up yourself to criticism, I guess, in a way, if for example, Oh, you come on and you ask me a question and I don't know it or I don't respond to it, but how do you kind of recommend handling that? Or at least yeah, how do you think people handle it? Yeah, uh, you bring up a really good point, uh, because uh, that brings to the point of, uh, preparations that, that, that means that uh, when you're doing uh, product live streaming, sharing your thoughts, uh, giving live supports uh, for those who doesn't know how to use the product after they purchase or, um, you know, while doing some demonstrations, for example, like a kitchen tool or certain um, like product, and they might have some like uh, questions uh, users might have some questions while using it and, yeah. and while watching it right for example if you're um, like showing some like kitchenware for example and uh, that comes from a pepper the importance of preparation some yeah. some of the key points that you think people might ask okay. uh, because you know the best because you sh you know it you share it for example you purchase some kit uh, kitchenware okay. um, and you, you know you use it there might be some, so you're more familiar with it. Um, but if there are certain points that um, people ask and not able to uh, answer spontaneously, those live streamers will just share. Honestly, uh, they have a team of people 
uh, okay. uh, or system that that can uh, reply to these customer prospects. Um, afterwards, okay. uh, that really um, one thing they do it a very smart way is that they capture the, for example, like a social media contact. They will leave their social uh, for those who want to get answers. Okay. Um, they will ask them, can you leave, if you leave your, um, for example, which, which ID, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, I'll add you, I'll connect with you, uh, and then I will message you, you know, for, for your answers. And that might bring us up to potential customers opportunities, you know. Um, um, and for example, like the person might become your contact okay. uh, in WhatsApp or whatever, Discord or whatever you prefer to import. Nice. So tip number one is obviously, okay, so focusing on interaction during live stream, because again, it's not about doing a, a live stream where it's just you talking to a bunch of people. You want to make sure you go back and engage with those people through chat or answer their questions directly on the stream. I love that. And I love the fact that, you know, if you can't get to their question, making sure you put something out there and making sure you follow up. So for example, if I say, you know, hey, I can't get to all your questions because there's a lot coming in make sure I then make that additional connection and bring them to another social platform. Love that. Okay. So then you briefly alluded to this and we we're going to move this up in our list preparation. So we know that preparation is also important. And we talk about this. If you're going to be demoing a product, for example, making sure you're prepared from that perspective, right? So, you know, the ins and the outs of a product, what other, you know, what other tips can we learn from Asian and Chinese live streamers in terms of preparation? Do they do a lot of preparation? Yeah, they do tons of preparation. For okay. example, pricing is one of them. Uh, so they, measure, they they make sure that the price that they sell is competitive enough, uh, if not offer uh, some additional discounts or uh, some live support or some like uh, resources or whatever bundle order, whatever you can come up with using your imagination to, um, uh, uh, you know, like uh, hook them up to uh, purchase because it is not only just one off purchase. If they become their member or uh, whatever circle, they can get like more product update, live support or like, you know, like, like become their members and community inside of circles. And that means that they can get to know their other customers who might uh, share similar interests and stuff. So um, these are, these are kind of a, a preparations um, those brands or other influencers can think of when they, um, like a kind of a, pop, a self unique selling propositions to position, uh, differentiate themselves uh, from other uh, retailers and brands. Because what these uh, consumers can access is not really a very cold uh, company, but also a pool of communities um, that they can really offer. Very good point. Yeah, I love that. And so, okay, so preparation is obviously key. So make sure you're prepared in the sense that you know the product, make sure you uh, you got your pricing down. You know, again, also think about like what, this is another thing, when you're talking about preparation, make sure you know, like just kind of think ahead. What kinds of questions are my uh, viewers going to potentially have about this item? You know, and again, uh, it doesn't mean you're going to answer all of those because you may not get that question, but it it's great to have all of that information ready to go and in terms of preparation, are we thinking like, you know, do they prepare like a week ahead of time? Are they doing a month ahead of time? What are they, how are they kind of doing things? 
Yeah, sure. So uh, they usually before they do live streaming, they will review all these pricings, product name, product descriptions, okay. some FAQ before just to rehearsal, just to rehearsal again and again in their mind so that it sticks. Okay. So um, a lot of them, uh, they do live streaming at night. That means they will do preparation in the morning and in the afternoon, okay. making sure that the uh, making sure that the product is still in supply, making sure that uh, they remember everything, making sure that they bring up, they remember the latest, um, you know, just memorize a rehearsal. Um, so the things won't go wrong. Um, you know, for example, you, you won't bring up the wrong product model yep. and showcase in the screen okay. because we'll actually show, showcase it in the screen to you in front of you so just make sure that your the, the, the model for example the lipsticks you, you want to show or whatever it, it is correct um with your script i love that too by the way talking about how you're preparing you're almost doing a walkthrough of what you're going to talk about so i think that's super important especially when it comes to streaming you know it's not just about hitting the go live button it's making sure you know your material kind of like what we're doing now you and i before we started you and I walked through what our stream was going to be. We walked through the run of show, what the format was going to possibly be, what it was going to look like. And then I love how you mentioned if you're talking about products, that's another thing. If you're talking about products and they're not available in stock, but they were yesterday, for example, you need to be able to change on the fly. And the only way you're going to do that is to do some preparation. So before you begin your live stream, make sure, you know, again, that's why we tell people don't just show up five minutes ahead of time. Show up 30 minutes ahead of time. Show up an hour ahead of time. Just do a quick run through. Make sure anything you're going to talk about is available. If it's not, you can swap it out for something or you can totally scrap it. But being somewhat fluid, but also being making sure you're prepared so you don't get, you know, you don't know a question. Um, but instead, you know, every question, every little, you know, the, the more prepared you are, basically, the better. So. Awesome. So that's number two. So let's go into the third area where we think that um, the third area where we can really learn from uh, Asian and Chinese live streamers. And that's going to be the whole entertainment value, right? Yeah, exactly. And uh, I can share with you um, some entertainment value. Um, yeah, sure. Yeah, our LinkedIn posts. I mean, I, I frequently post about um, uh, China and Asian market insights so that yeah. the Western audiences can learn about it. Okay. So if you see the screenshot here. Yeah, um, yeah. So you can see like the uh, some people um, at the end, right? Like uh, dressing up like a costume. Okay. Right? Got it. And, and the, the guy, actually the guy, uh, he's like, actually this is a guy who dress up like a female. Okay. Okay. Um, put on the makeup. So, so it is, everything is done intentional. So like that male intentionally like dressing up as a female in order to hook the audience up okay. just to sort of why, why this guy dress up like that. And he has been portraying some funny, not funny voices. Okay. Uh, and at the end, you can see that, 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 that kind of, um, um, you know, like a kind of like a board say like, uh, follow us and you can, um, uh, obtain like a, a gifts, so like a lucky draw kind of a, kind of a, a thing, like to make it a bit more entertainment. Okay. Even though you're you're selling, but like got it. Uh, 
not like a kind of like a boring kind of sales or very pitchy sell or like put people a lot of pressure in, in some way because people might not like it. So uh, instead, make it like a kind of like a show um, uh, talking uh, about a product and they would, they, they even use some descriptions to um, some special terminology to describe the product. For example, if, uh, for example, if if it is a certain lipstick, uh, a, a certain colors, they will use, for example, like um, uh, analogy of uh, a, a certain fruit. Uh, you know, the fruit when you eat the fruit, sometimes uh, the colors of the fruits might resemble the lipstick colors. Okay, cool. Okay. Got yeah. It. So I love that. So basically, it's you know, it's it's sort of combining the stuff we talked about, like making sure you're prepared ahead of time you know, having a plan for your live streams, but also making sure that you're interacting with the audience, but also making sure that you are bringing the entertainment value. So it's not just, again, person coming on screen saying, Hey, go check out this. Uh, it was, what product was that? For example, was that a food product or was that a health and beauty? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It was, uh, yeah. So it was very, um, kind of like a yeah. country food product. Yeah, exactly. So, Again, but making sure there's, uh, you know, an entertainment value to this. And it could be, um, it, it's, it doesn't have to be like so much information. There could be like some fun uses of the product, for example, or um, just demoing the product, you know, doing something though, that, that makes people want to keep tuning in. And by the way, how long was that video? You don't have to tell me, tell, you don't have to play it, but tell me how long it was. It was, it was like a one hour. Okay. So it was like a one hour stream. And so here's the thing that also depends. Like if you have a very interactive live stream and you bring the entertainment value. People are going to want to stay tuning in to your stream because it's keeping them. It's keeping them entertained. It's keeping them hooked. It's like why when you watch TV or you watch a video, you know, just look at it like this. They don't just publish a video on a platform just because a lot of thought and preparation goes into planning the video to make sure that it has some of these different elements. So, for example, entertainment value. Love that. Okay, so. We know entertainment value is obviously super important in terms of uh, from a streaming perspective. Um, what are, what's another tip that so another tip that we can learn from uh, Asian Chinese live streamers is is just the whole promotion aspect, right? Well, well, yeah. Actually, I have one point to include for the entertainment value. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, you got another one. Yeah. Yeah, I have another one. Uh, so actually, uh, one of the fun things that they do to invite guests. Okay. Or, or uh, they invite some celebrities or okay. uh, some uh, um, friends or whatever their networks to okay. make it more fun, like a like 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 a kind of a show, okay. kind of a way, uh, like um, talk show. Okay, got it. So you know, like in a talk show, one person asks questions to another, and they uh, and they for example, one is trying a product. Um, like actually eating the product, for example, another one is like asking them how does it taste like, okay. and through that interact, uh, through that sort of entertainment value, um, it, it sort of have the um, celebrity entertainment values or um, personal entertainment values to make it a bit more um, entertaining and engaging. So this is very also very popular uh, in the East as well. Nice. So I love all these tips we're sharing about just entertainment value. And uh, what we'll do is we'll make sure um, we'll make sure we if I'll have Sarah give me these uh, links and we'll put them in the uh, show notes as well. For those of you who are 
watching and that way you can uh, learn from this. So, okay, so we know make them interactive, prepare, bring some entertainment value, make it exciting, make people want to tune in. Okay, so now we got to talk about this. We got to talk about getting the word out, right? And so a lot of times, here's what a lot of people do. They schedule a live stream and they say, hey, you know what? I'm going live on such and such date. Go and tune in. They might give you a little bit of information about what it's about. And that's pretty much, I think, for the most part, how they're promoting it, right? So what are their, what can we learn from Asian and Chinese live streamers about the promotional tactics they're using? Yeah, so they have done tons of promotions okay. before. So, uh, basically, they would do two to three rounds promotion before. So uh, before the live streaming, maybe like two, two, two weeks before, they will do some uh, announcement for the day. Two weeks later, there will be live streamings for so-and-so product. Okay. So uh, they make sure that they will promote it before. They create a poster. They create some teaser video, short video, like short, like sort of like a TikTok teaser video, like two, 20 to 30 minutes okay. just to kind of tease people a little bit uh, with some uh, music, so visuals, you know, graphics, designs, etc. Okay. So. Um, and they will also uh, share with their um, audiences. Um, that means in WeChat, uh, like a private uh, pool. Uh, it's like a membership pool, like a kind of memberships, or you can call it like an email list, whatever you call it, or social media posts, just to share with uh, people's uh, before, I mean, your member, your followers before um, the I mean, the live streaming happens. Okay. And, yeah. and afterwards, uh, before the live streaming happened, they were sure um, uh, 20 of 24 hours before. And before live streaming, they, they share constantly like one hour before, three hours before, just to uh, uh, share it in social media again, just to make sure people are aware when they are browsing social media, they see it, it's happening now and just come up very quickly. So the intensity uh, increase before the live streamings. Um, so that is, uh, uh, this is the first ways of promotion like uh, to their followers or members. Uh, this is the first point of the promotions of live streamings for from Asian uh, and Chinese live streamers. Got it. And I think that's super important. I, I like the idea of just making sure you're promoting ahead of time. And here's the thing. I think a lot of people are afraid to promote ahead. They're uh, partly they're afraid to promote their show in general, but then they're when people don't tune in, they're wondering, well, why did nobody tune in? And the thing is, it's like you you have to promote it. Now, I also love the idea of like, you know, doing this ahead of time. This is where preparation is super important, you know, and just really nailing down, you know, nailing like what it is you're doing and why you're doing it and just being very deliberate about what you're doing. Um, You know, the promotional aspect. I mean, you have to tell people if you don't, if you don't want people to like know what you're doing, like then live streaming might not be for you. But like, if you want to get the work, if you want people to tune in, you got to tell them about it. Don't assume that people are going to know, well, this is what Sarah's doing or this is what Christian's doing. Right. So you got to make sure you're promoting your streams ahead of time. So I love the idea of just learning from, um, you know, what other uh, Asian and Chinese streamers are doing. Now I have a question for you in terms of promotion. Is there, do you have anything that we could put in the show notes um, that would kind of just demonstrate the whole promotional aspect maybe, like, hey, here's a, a stream and here's, you know, here's some of their promotional tactics or techniques they've used. 
Okay, sure. Uh, so they will make it more uh, like an entertaining and catchy title uh, and descriptions and graphics and videos. So basically you need a, a, a catchy title uh, and, uh, you, you know, you can call show notes or descriptions Okay. Uh, and uh, the day, uh, make, making sure you're very, uh, make the graphics of the day, time, right. uh, or the um, the people you invite to talk, what to talk about, uh, and some list some really uh, catchy phrases why you need to join. So okay. usually they include like a free free to four points why you need to join in advance, uh, so that people can expect what to hear and see in advance for example like okay. a certain product uh, is in discount uh, or share or inviting a special guest uh, to share some special secret source about certain things so that people know that it's uh, a very special um, very rare opportunity to know some something unique and specials um, make sure that you list them out uh, properly and brainstorm it in advance uh, so that your audience know very clearly what you deliver, what value you provide in the live streamings. Uh, so that promotion is also ties into the preparations uh, as well. Got it. Perfect. Yeah, no, these are, these are really good tips. I mean, okay, so promotion is super important. So now let's get into another. So one other thing, and I, and I think, I think that in the States, I think we do a pretty good job of this, but I feel that, you know, um, overseas, like you see a lot of people, I think people are a lot more open to it and that's the whole aspect of partnerships, right? So obviously promoting a live stream is important because it helps get the word out, but partnerships are important because basically it's working together with others, right? Other influencers, other brands, uh, can you kind of speak to the whole partnerships aspect? And if you have any tips or anything like that you want to share, let me know. Yeah, sure. So uh, basically in, in, in the East, people are very open with it. Like if you, uh, they're open to sharing their live streaming, open to share their products or ideas and thoughts and just share it. I mean, just go out there and just share it um, and, uh, and see what happens. So uh, I think this is some of the mentality uh, that we all can in, get inspired. Uh, and so it is not something that is so uh, fearful to share and stuff. So, uh, and just to share it and see what happened. Uh, so uh, that also comes with the partnerships. So partnerships uh, is also very important uh, for and, and common tactic use in the East as well. For example, you invite a certain uh, key influencers uh, who know the product really well uh, to come up and share their thoughts or maybe those people who are have the same interest or have tried the same product with you and you can invite them to come and share with you because he or she might have something special or some perspective to share that you don't have it. And if you guys join force together and that can make the show much more interactive, um, more interesting, you have more to say, more to cover. And, and so 
bringing up some uh, external partners who share the same values and passion and usage experience for the product is also is a very great tips uh, to do as well. Um, and um, and so we share about so we talk about um, bringing some influencers, uh, some people who had the same similar experiences, expertise. Uh, and and also partnering with some uh, brands who uh, who have offered some discounts or uh, whatever um, to your audiences who are interested to buy from them is also a great way to um, like a kind of like a co-creation or collaborations. So um, so I think being open and upfront about it is a really good way. Uh, so that everyone can see um, that it's a mutual benefit to your audiences. So it's nothing wrong about it. Excellent point. Yeah. And I, I think like, I mean, partnerships are so important. I mean, again, it's the whole networking thing. I mean, it's about building relationships. So if you want to grow your live stream and you want to grow it fast, this is where you want to start to build some of those part relationships with people that can lead to partnerships. And for example, like, let's give this example. You and I, we started, we got connected through a mutual friend. You know, I was doing uh, some episodes with another, with another colleague and, you know, he put us in touch and you and I've had a little bit of back and forth on email. And then we finally got around to scheduling a live stream. And I think we've got some more things that we want to plan out that we want to do together. And so, you know, again, it's, those relationships can lead to either partnerships or, you know, working together um, to help build up initiatives, you know, and again, they can help, like they can help with the promotion. So like, if you kind of see all this, you, you see this, the whole thread runs through this, you know, you build those relationships, you build those partnerships, they can lead to partnerships with brands, with individuals, with other influencers that can then help with the promotional aspect to help get the word out about your streams. Um, can you also speak to this in terms of competition? A lot of people, they'll do a live stream and, at least a lot of people over, you know, uh, over in the States, they'll, they'll do a live stream and, you know, they're not necessarily keen on working with other people who are also in their same space. Does that happen a lot, um, with Asian and Chinese uh, streamers? Uh, do they kind of just work with, you know, not work with their competition or do they work with their competition? How do you kind of approach things? Uh, so, uh, so for competition, uh, how do you define, do you, do you define like if you sell, uh, Kitchenware, you don't invite uh, influencers who, 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 who are in a space to share that, who come attend with you? Uh, is that how you define this competition? Like if they sell the same product or, or services? Uh, uh, is that I guess it would be if they're, if they're a competitor, basically. So if they're a competitor and they sell the same products or services, um, would, you, would you work together on a live stream or not necessarily? Uh, so I think it depends uh, for uh, it, 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 it depends it, it, uh, it, it's kind of depends for B2B and B2C so for B2C uh, I think it's a bit worse to see that exact comp uh, that exact competition so it's worse to see for example if one is specialized in selling lipsticks another one is specialized selling on lipsticks it's very rare to see them come coming together uh, but for but if you're uh, like a B2B company or, or, or a complementary, 
if, if you're selling like uh, lipsticks, but he or she is selling like a uh, fashion or I don't know, like whatever that complementary. So that might help uh, because both uh, of you sell different products and have a different uh, expertise and share similar uh, audience, but different uh, different audience types. So it might help to broaden your audience type. So that will be mutually beneficial. So it will depends on the products um, that you sell and also the person, um, the, the product the person sells and their audiences. So ideally, yeah, it will be good to uh, uh, have some uh, complementary uh, levels. Got it. Yeah, I know. And I, I definitely, again, I like how you kind of address that. I mean, it's about not just entering into partnerships with someone just because you need to grow, but sort of being strategic about what those partnerships are going to look like. And again, just because you don't work with somebody now doesn't necessarily mean you can't work with them in the future. So keep that in mind. Um, so I love, I love all these tips. Is there any other tips you want to share real quick? Um, anything we've left out or you want to do a quick recap for viewers and listeners? What do you think? Sure. Uh, so um, there are also some interesting aspects about partnerships Okay. Or you can call it like uh, um, I think in, uh, in 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 Asia or in China. Uh, so not only just live uh, normal live streaming uh, people do live streaming, but also CEOs and uh, some even museums people working in museums to share live streaming to showcase uh, some museum products. Because remember, COVID hit us and everyone got paralyzed and we we're not able to share, but but these people's, um, it's very common to see, uh, it's very interesting that these these people share, uh, doing live streamings to show, uh, you know, the museums or uh, some CEOs uh, share their uh, books, uh, you know, openly in live streaming. So it's very interesting to see these people step up really uh, just to show their vulnerability a bit and and because of that pandemic right everyone uh, was heat and they have to do something to en keep engaging with their audiences and they turn it into a creative way to keep engaging of their audiences so that after the pandemic people will remember you even though they might not know you might not take action now but Especially, for example, uh, there's some travel industry. Some people do live streamings, like called cloud travel. So it's very funny that they name us cloud travel. That means that they're showing some like um, travel sceneries, you know, through live streams. Uh, for example, to show some of your favorite spots you're not able to go right now due to pandemic or due to whatever reason you're not able to go. But if you want, if you have a chance to go later, people will remember you, and they'll go to a sort of museums or travel tour some spots or whatever. So that's quite interesting that we also see in the East that might inspire, uh, inspire you in some way. And I gotta say, I I love the aspect of just talking about how. You know, part of it's getting people comfortable as well. That's the other thing I think that's really important about this. We talk about interactivity, preparation, entertainment value, promotion, and partnerships, but being comfortable and getting comfortable with streaming. And I like how, you know, you might have a CEO like 
on a company, you might have them get involved in it. And I think that's the thing. If you're the CEO of a company, a lot of times people want, they want to hear from you. They don't want to just hear from like your spokesperson. Sometimes they want to hear from you. And I think sort of, you know, it, it helps also endear you a bit to your audience as well. Like if they can see that, you know what, you actually are interested in doing this. You know, I think that it definitely can help you. And I think that's a really good tip that I think a lot of, uh, as you mentioned, I think it was uh, people in the East, like that they can learn about, you know, from Asian and Chinese live streamers, just the fact that the CEO will actually get on and do it. I love that. Absolutely love that. So yeah, really, sure. really, really good point there. Yeah, um, it, uh, it, it is a very big, so actually the CEO is a founder. And yeah. uh, uh, the, one, I, I remember I see that video, uh, one comment from the customer say like, oh, if the founder uh, actually do live streaming, if I, purchase from him that I won't be wrong in some way. So it's very interesting that because he knows the product inside out, there's yeah. no one that can know it more than him. So it's very funny that when I see that live streaming and that like video, so and all these people, the comments from customers, it's very interesting. Yeah, yeah. It, it absolutely totally is. And uh, I just, again, I love just, it's, it's great when you see, you know, if the CEO is pre prepared for it, it's great seeing them join and, you know, being able to interact with their customers because their customer, I mean, that just, again, it brings them closer to their customers. So awesome. Well, this has been an amazing chat. You know, I know, like, I know you're going to have some links that we're going to put in the description. Um, but I want to thank everyone for tuning in to what is essentially episode 127 of the Launcher Live show. On this uh, episode, we've talked about, you know, some tips that, have made Asian and Chinese live streams successful that you can learn from and you can borrow and bring back to your own streams. And I just want to give you a quick recap. Uh, Sarah, we talked about interactivity. We talked about preparation. We talked yeah. about bringing the entertainment value. So making your streams where, you know, and again, not everyone has to be like, it doesn't have to be a show, a very interactive show all the time where you, you know, if you're giving a, you know, if you're giving, if you're streaming, maybe your company's, um, maybe it's your annual report or things like that. It doesn't have to be like wacky and whatnot, but it could be something that you may want to incorporate to make your streams more engaging, to get people to want to stay tuned in. Cause the thing is, if you're streaming for a long time, you want to keep people watching and you have to have entertainment value. In addition to that, getting the word out, promoting your live streams ahead of time. Got it. You, you can never do enough promotion and then partnerships. Partnerships are going to help you grow beyond your small little audience. So if you've got a small audience, start to think about partnerships. Think about partnerships you can work with. If you're doing a stream and someone else is doing a stream, maybe the following week, see if there's a way for you to work together. Again, it's not just to go on and say, well, hey, this is my content. I want you to learn about this. It's sharing your knowledge freely, but also you know, tapping into another audience. So this has been an amazing episode, Sarah. I want to thank you for joining me. We're going to make sure that uh, you and I do some more stuff together. So, and talk about more of these aspects. Cause I got to say, I loved when we started talking about this concept, I love talking about it and just saying, Hey, you know what, what is it that makes certain live streams successful and certain ones not as successful? And I love how you've, you know, you helped me highlight just these tips that you've noticed on a lot of those live streams. So, with that, I want to thank everyone for tuning in. Episode 127 of the Launcher Live Show. We talked about tips from Asian and Chinese streamers. If you want to read, watch, or listen to this update, all you have to do is go to launchyour.live forward slash EP127. You can uh, check out the video version of this. There's also the podcast version as well. And if you've loved this show and you want to learn more about that, just go to launchyour.live forward slash 
podcast, and you'll be able to check out our other episodes we've done. Uh, by the way, you know we talked about the importance of promoting live stream. Uh, we've got an episode we just did about uh, six ways you can promote your live streams. That's at launcher.live forward slash EP126. But with that, we'll see you all on a future episode. Thanks a lot. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of the Launch Your Live podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform. Also, visit launchyour.live for more resources based on today's topic, as well as access to even more episodes that will help you level up your live videos. That's launchyour.live. So until next time, keep going live.